It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, everybody? The Washington Wizards drop a winnable game up by 19 to one point to the New York Knicks, 116 to 109. We are going to talk about the game, how we lost the game, and then we're going to look at a preview for Sunday's game against the Chicago Bulls next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Brandon Scott again with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, wow. <laughs> up by 19. Ah, man, tale of two different halves. So, E, what lost this game? Was it the fact that we lost the paint or the turnovers in sloppy basketball? <laughs> We're looking at the paint points. Uh, the the Knicks dominated us in the paint. Fifty eight points in the paint compared to our thirty two. Um, Jalen Brunson got into the paint a couple of times. He had a big shot down the stretch. Julius Randle, we couldn't stop him. Um, in the paint, he had forty six, which is ridiculous. Allowing him to do that, and then Mitchell Robinson had a basically a game winning layup uh, to to finish the game. Um, but it, it's it's a multitude of things. Uh, the turnovers certainly hurt to start off the second half. I mean, to be up by nineteen, it just felt like a typical. Um, I hate to say it wasn't so junior game. I'm not going to blame it on him, but it just felt like one of those games where you're up by 19, you're up by 20, and you just give away the lead. Um, but it, it's a tough one. I mean, the turnovers were 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 all, they were egregious. They certainly hurt uh, starting off that second half. Um, the Knicks had nine steals. We had a lot of unforced turnovers. You know, Kuzma stepping out of bounds. He just you know didn't see where his footing was. Um, Brad had a couple turnovers. Porzingis had a bad pass here and there. Um, and that led to fast breaks for them. You know, uh, uh, Grimes had an easy layup to start off the second half. Um, but, yeah, points in the paint hurt, too. And really just giving up threes to Julius Randle. I mean, he had, he had seven threes. You know, how many times are you going to let him have a step back three? You know, how many times are you going to step out there, you know, picking – they were setting screens for Julius Randle. We were going under the screen and not getting out there on him. He was knocking down threes. He, he had seven threes. He was seven for 14 from the three-point line tonight, 46 points. Um, I'm not going to blame the refs for this. Did they get away with some travel calls? Josh Hart traveled. Um, RJ Baird traveled. I thought that was a, a legal screen by Jalen Brunson that they didn't call. But I got to tip my cap to the Knicks for uh, playing with physicality and punching us in the mouth, and we just didn't respond. Uh, Porzingis started off hot, hitting five threes, and then next thing you know, we just don't see Porzingis at all for the rest of the game. And there were some mental errors down the stretch. Honestly, and, and it came down to effort at times, too. Uh, there was a time where Porzingis had a block. On Julius Randle, where he blocked it, basically, basically it was a three-point line, and, and I thought, you know, I don't know, we know Bradley Bill had the knee soreness or the left knee soreness or whatever it was. Um, I thought he definitely could have laid out for it and try to get the ball quicker than what he did. I'm not blaming the game on him because he he had a big shot to tie the game or put us in reach down the stretch. But you see Josh Hart dart out there and get the ball. I think a lot of the times the Knicks they beat us to those 50-50 balls, 
a 50-50 loose basketballs, and it looked like they just wanted the game more than us. So this was a huge game, man. We're talking about the sixth seed. They're, eight, they're, they're the sixth seed, and they're the team that we had to leap forward to get that sixth seed. That was the ceiling that we talked about. Uh, it looked like the Knicks wanted it more. They put in more physicality. Um, they executed better than us. They turned the ball over less. They got more points in the paint. Um, and that's shot by Porzingis with 10 seconds left in the shot clock. We're down by, uh, I want to say, three or two at the point. I'm looking to, at the play-by-play just to look at the score at the time. But that 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 was just frustrating. And there's too many times where we have execution down the stretch like that. There's too many times where we're taking bad shots uh, right before the shot clock. Um, Kyle Kuzma steps out of bounds with 10 seconds left. Yeah, Chris has missed a three-point, 23 23-foot three-point jumper. With 20 second, 27 seconds left, we're down 111 to 109. So, one, he didn't need to shoot that three. We could have just tied it up with a two, and he shot the three with 10 seconds left on the shot clock. Um, and then we have a mental mistake. We don't foul quick enough. They have the ball. It's like 16 seconds left in the game and 14 seconds left on the shot clock, and they take it forever to foul him, uh, and we just lost the game right there. Yeah, I mean, you all your points are on point, man. It's, it's lackluster effort. Last, lackluster effort, man. Um, the the Knicks win it more. They show they're trying to make the playoffs. You know, it's a it's one thing to talk about making the playoffs. It's another thing to play like you're trying to play in the playoffs. We lost this game in the paint. I mean, look, they out rebounded us forty three to thirty four. They got twelve offensive rebounds and fifty eight points in the paint. Fifty eight, and then that's discounting the fact that Julius Randle shot seven from fourteen from three point line. I mean. So, I mean, you got killed in the paint, you got killed on the perimeter, and then you still don't care. I mean, it's like this is what this is the teams you got to beat to get to that six seed. I mean, hell, this is the team you got to beat to get to the seven and eight seed. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just this lackluster effort, man, coming out of the uh, of the all star break flatter than a week old soda, man. I mean, it's just lackluster, man. I mean, <sighs> Kuzma 23 points, but he shot the ball 23 times, man. And if you look in the fourth quarter, there's times when. I, what, what, what was that play, man? We I don't know if it was a steal or a rebound, but it was a three. It was three against two, and Kuzma brings the ball down, and instead of trying to drive or trying to dish the ball off or even run a play, he's shooting the ball two seconds in the shot clock. Like, come on, man. Like, I get it. When you got a hot hand, go roll with it. But you can't continue to chuck him up, man. I mean, you got. I mean, look, Bradley Bill shot fourteen times. That tells you the the difference between. Kuzma and, and and Bill as far as shot attempts, man. It's just Kuzma's gotta he's gotta slow that down a little bit. You know, he gets too trigger happy. And tonight, I'm not it's not on him, but it was a factor, especially with the offensive flow. It really destroyed the chemistry on offense because he's shooting too quick into the shot clock. And then, you know, I mean that's been an issue all year long, but I mean nobody's sitting thing when he's dropping, but <laughs> when they don't drop, it becomes an issue. Uh Bradley Bill, obviously his knee is still bothering him. You know, he's still chipped in 16 points, key shot. You know, key effort in the fourth quarter, I believe, but he was just he wasn't 100 percent Uh KP, man, started out fast, hot, 19 points, and then he was a non-factor in the second half. So he slowed down, man. Um, I know he left the game in the third quarter at the 637 um uh at, at the mark. And I know that uh Denny, when he had that uh when him and Julius Randle bumped knees, uh he kind of rolled into KP's knee. So I don't know if he's got pain in his knee. I'm sure they're gonna, you know, you'll find out more in the next couple of days, but Another thing, yes, DeLon played well on the bench. 15 points, shooting five for seven from three. But Denny, he 11 points, five for seven, one for three from the field. So I think defensively he played well. Now, you know, Julius Randle's on everybody. He ain't just on Denny. I mean, Julius Randle's just a man on a mission tonight. 
I mean, <laughs> he was like, I was one of those people that are like, he's in a three point contest, but he's like, look, Brandon, check it out. <laughs> he said, Brandon, look, I'm gonna tell you something because I mean, seven for 14. I mean, he was just hitting them. It was yeah. to the point where they had a hand in his face and he was still hitting them. I mean, it's just my hat goes off to him, man. I, I was a critic of Julius Randle, um, but I, it's nice to see how his game has evolved from his Laker days to the Pelican days to now with the Knicks, man. He's, his game has evolved. And I like what I see. As a basketball fan, you know, I like what I see from his game, man. But the bench, Kendrick Nunn and Kisper, they, they have to step up. Three points ain't going to cut it, man. Not when you're trying to beat a playoff team. Three points ain't going to cut it. We need that production from the bench. And Kispert, man, you know, none. I mean, none. They had the moments, but they're just rushing shots, shooting low percentage shots. So it's just we lost the game in the paint. We lost the game in effort, sloppy basketball. And the Knicks, they just wanted more, man. They just wanted more. Mm. Yeah, it's inconsistent. We're going we're to get some more in the game. We're going we're to get a quick word from Brandon. Oh, you're on mute. Oh, it was one of those silent films. All right. <laughs> All right. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Nissan. Now, tonight, if I'm going to do a player of the week, or really a player tonight, I'm, it's going to be Julius Randle, man. So how's it translate into the key factors of the Nissan Aria? Well, easy. It's electric. He was electric. Brilliantly fierce. Fiercely elegant. Suddenly powerful. Elegantly powerful. And delivers on duality. A combination of fierceness and elegance. Beautiful but strong. I hate to say beautiful. But the, be- the perfect SUV crossover. The 2023 Nissan Aria picks or packs pin you to your seat power with premium intelligence all in one electric vehicle. The all new, all electric 2023 Nissan Aria, the electric vehicle for people who love to drive. Shop now at NissanUSA.com. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. File with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So, switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. So, um, you got anything left in the game, man? Or? For the game, uh, just looking at some numbers, I, I did thought I did think that Denny played well. I thought he had his moments getting to the basket. He did have a dunk. He had a fast break. He had a steal, um, creating a fast break. And like you said, with the bench, yeah, Corey Kisper, he's just been inconsistent. I know his numbers show really well. He's shooting like forty-one percent from three. Yeah, um, he only shot two shots tonight: one for two, one for two from the three-point line. Um, you know, if he's not knocking down threes, then you know his value just goes down. I know he's a good; he can move without the ball, he can score out without the ball, and cut to the basket. But there's just some games where he he is non-existent, um, and he is a liability on defense. But I think for the most part, he's had a solid year. Um, but there's some games where he he's definitely disappeared, disappearing sometimes. Um, like I said, Denny, I thought he thought he gave good effort: eleven points, five assists, seven boards. It just wasn't. Julius Randle hit some tough shots, like you said. That left hand shot, 
there was one fadeaway on the baseline where Denny just put his hands up where he just he just couldn't stop Julius. And when you let guys get high, because the last game we played Julius, like, like I was saying in the preview, he struggled. We shut Julius down. He only had like 12, 14 points. So he was probably mad about that. But Julius has had a heck of a season. Like you said, he's really developed as a player from the Lake, from his Lakers days. Um, didn't play well in that. He didn't shoot well in the three-point contest. As you saw his son was uh <laughs> was upset too that he missed so many threes in the all-star game. I did in the all-star contest. I did see that. That I did see the three-point contest. Didn't watch the all-star game at all. But um, yeah, I mean Joe's he, he heard us tonight. When somebody's knocking it down, when they when they hit three threes, you gotta know your personnel. You gotta start face guarding guarding them. I didn't agree with the call where he got a foul called on him, uh, where he did a spin move on Porzingis. He stopped the pump fake and got a foul called. I didn't agree with that call, but like I said, I'm not going to blame the refs at all. He, he played a heck of a game. He really did. He dominated uh, the Wizards tonight. Uh, DeLon Wright played with a lot of effort, hit five threes, three rebounds, two assists. You're always going to get maximum effort from him. Uh, two blocks and two steals. Gafford, three points tonight. Not one of his better nights. Mitchell Robinson was a force rebounding the ball. I thought he hurt us on the boards, too. Um, but this was a game where he def- we definitely could have used Gafford. He only, he only got 12 minutes tonight. Uh, he didn't play his best well. He had four fouls, so he was in foul trouble. So that hurt us too. Um, Monte Morris, twelve points, steady Eddie kind of game. Uh, like you said, Kuzma just inefficient, but we needed that scoring power because Porzingis got hurt. He was out for a couple minutes, then he came back in later in the game. Um, and Brad, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't remember him getting hurt in the Minnesota game. You, you know, it's knee soreness. Um, yeah. I'm not going to speculate and stuff like that. I know a lot of people are talking about you know seeing him on vacation, which which is what all players do. You know, so I'm not going to. Speculating all that stuff like that. Um, I know he, he toughed it out and tried to play tonight. I don't I don't remember him getting hurt. Um, but like I said, he, he just looked a little he looked a step slow tonight. He just did. He looked a step slow. I, he picked it up in the fourth quarter, but throughout the game he he, he just he, he just looked a little a little a step behind tonight, honestly. Yeah, he did. And you know, like you said, I don't remember where he got hurt with the Minnesota game. And you know, people get so caught up in you know, he's on vacation, man. Look, mind your business, man. <laughs> look, look, I mean, my bag was hurt, man. I'm still going to go to the grocery store. I mean, was, <laughs> I mean, leave a man alone. You know, it's just, it's, it's crazy. But anyways, um, but yeah, Kuzma, you know, get, getting back to Kuzma, he's got to slow down the shots, man. He's got to, you know, we, we got to get back to everybody eats because, um, you know, and getting back to Denny. Yeah, Denny, great effort tonight. 11 points, five for seven. Man, that, that dunk. Yeah, mm. when when he when he drove that lane and he dunked, I was like, all right, this is what I want to see from Denny, man. You know that mm-hmm. confidence driving the lane with power. Yes, sir. That's what I want to see from Denny. So I, you know, I like his performance, but you know, the bench they got to step up, man. I mean, you know, look, you got to step up. You know, none. He he shot very low percentage threes in the corner. Just what, you know, they they did their homework and we didn't because Julius Randle just again was a man on the mission. So yeah, a very winnable game up by nineteen, but um. You know, again, Taylor do the two different halves, man. You know, we just we gave up a very winnable game and took our foot off the pedal. So uh, before we move on, man, you got anything else with the game, man? No, we're going to get the comments here. Uh, but before we do get to that, today's episode is brought to you by Bill Bar. Um, I got some Bill Bars in the mail. I got uh, this is Marshmallow right here. If you guys can see me on YouTube, if you're watching, I got Marshmallow and I got Cookie Dough. As well, they're both really, really good, as you can see on the screen. Uh, looking for a delicious treat, but don't want all the fat and calories that you got to try a Built Bar. We just got through the holidays, and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me, where you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste, then man, I got the thing for you. You got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. 
Seriously, they're so delicious you won't think they're good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. And they come in un- unbelievably flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your built Bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Bill Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. You can thank me later. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So yeah, my favorite flavors that I have right now, like I said, I got cookies and cream and marshmallow. You guys got to check these out, man. Um, I know Brandon got some too, so um, I put them in the fridge, you know, and they taste really, really good coming out of the fridge. When you put them in the freezer too, they're pre- they're pretty good. So yes, sir. Um, but yeah, we're, we're gonna get to some comments here. Uh, and then knock it out. We'll probably read uh, two or three comments and then wrap it up tonight. We know it's Friday night. I know you guys want to go out and party and whatnot. Um, Sima says the only person who seems to put an effort into this game is Denny. Watching Coos is frustrating, but the real. Uh, curse word is is Wes Unsell Jr. No feeling, no touch, and keep the solid three no matter what. Um, this game, I, I, it's easy to blame Wes, but a lot of it's on, on the players too. It's a combination, um, but the defense you play on Julius Randle, you have to make an adjustment. You have to make it. I thought they made a better adjustment against Anthony Edwards last game. I didn't see that because Anthony Edwards went crazy in the first quarter. He had, what, 15 or 18 in the first quarter, and they made an adjustment on him. You know, why didn't we make an adjustment on Julius Randle? Julius Randle had 25 points in the first half. Um, so I thought that's somebody they, they definitely should have made an adjustment on to, to, to you know, shut his water off, as they always say on the on the NBC Sports watching the broadcast. Um, the solid three, yeah, Brad just had a rough game. Like I said, I, 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 I'll just chalk it up to the soreness, to the knee soreness. The turnovers – were inexcusable on his part. Just the whole team in general, the turnovers were, were, were inexcusable. I think they had they, they had 19 turnovers tonight, which uh, was definitely a tale of the tape as well. Um, yeah, they had 19 turnovers. And the Knicks only had 12. Um, uh, West Virginia have no feeling, no touch. Keep it solid three, no matter what. Um, and this loss hurts, man. It's a home game. You heard the Knicks fans; they were chanting. They were they were pretty loud throughout the whole. I could hear on the TV how loud the Knicks fans were. Um, I think they were giving Julius Randle MVP chance at one point too. Uh, I was definitely getting a little, <laughs> getting out of hand. I mean, how many times are we gonna have MVP chance for other teams in our in our home court? You know, it, it's just it, it's just disgusting. It really is. It, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Um, hearing that, you can hear loud and clear on the TV. So if you're there, then you know it's loud and clear. So um, that's all I got for that one, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> MVP on your court? Nah, man, can't have that. Mm-hmm. Not that. Cannot have that, man. Um. Ah, let's see. Let's see. Uh, from LaFlair. Laughing. Only team in NBA history go all in on making the playoffs, yet can't even get over 500. Can someone please explain how the heck Kuzma is a good basketball player fake stats? Um, I do believe that Kyle Kuzma is a good basketball player, man. But, you know, just like we said earlier, man, he tends to be quick on the trigger, and he can put a lot of attempts up. And he's got to stem that. 
And sometimes that can be empty stats, but I think overall, man, he he's really evolved into a really good basketball player, man, because if you really want to associate fake stats with Kyle Kuzma, it's more so with the Laker years because, you know, he was just more of a role player. Here, he's a more complete player. So, I mean, with more responsibility on offense, you're going to see a lot more attempts. So, I get it, but I just wish, you know, kind of stem it down a little bit. Yeah, I like Kuz, man. Kuz, when Kuz has one of his great games and he hits game winners, everybody loves Kuz. And then when Kuz has one of his stinkers like tonight or just uh, not efficient, then there's a lot of uh, Kuz naysayers that come out there. So it, it's it's inconsistent with him. Um, he's had some really good games. He's been consistent. He's been super healthy this year. He's hit some big shots and big threes, has some big rebounding games. Uh, as a solid passer. He, he's going to get paid from somebody. I mean, the Wizards want to pay him, so um, he's going to get big money this offseason. But, yeah, as far as as far as far going all in to make the playoffs, yeah, can't even get over 500. Yeah, it's frustrating because if you want to make the playoffs, this is a game that you, you have to win. And now you're going to play the Bulls, who just blew out the Nets uh, tonight. The Bulls just beat the Nets pretty darn bad. I was looking at the box score. Um, the Bulls are up right now 108-63 to against the Nets. Uh, and that's the team that you're battling for a playing spot right now. Then once you play the Nets, I mean, once you play the Bulls, you have to play the Hawks. And uh, guess what the Hawks just did to the Cavaliers? Looking at the box score right now, the Hawks just beat the Cavaliers 136 to 119. A team that the Cavaliers just blew you out in your own house not too long ago. So next two games are teams that you're battling for the 7th and 8th seed. And they just had huge wins against teams that are, are pretty darn good, you know. So it's, it's going to be tough for the Wizards. It's going to be tough. Um, you know, so we'll, we'll see how they bounce back and respond to this game. I, I do think Kuzma's a good basketball player. So I, I don't agree with, you know, people saying that he's not. He, he's a good ball player. He's had a heck of a season this year. Oh, yeah, big fan, man, big fan. Mm-hmm. You know, he's turned into a complete player. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of Kuz, man. Um, let's roll with uh, – mm-hmm. and, and his stats aren't, aren't fake. I wouldn't say that either. His stats aren't fake. He's earned a lot of stuff. He he kept us in the game too. He had a, he had a stretch where he went. He had eight straight points for the Wizards. Um, so I wouldn't say his 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 stats are fake at all. No, nah, nah, I'm with you, man. No, nah, mm-hmm. I don't agree with that. But I agree with the portion of you know can't get over five hundred, man. You know you gotta yeah. beat the Knicks. You got to beat the Knicks, man. Yeah. The Hawks, man. Look, Hawks ain't playing. They might have a little dysfunction, but mm-hmm. <laughs> they still got some firepower, man. So, um, looking at Siva Kispert was a non-factor on the court. Yep. The nights when he's not scoring, he doesn't contribute a lot. No D, no rebounds, no assists. Blocks are still. I think Goodwin DeLon should get most of his minutes. I think I'm I'm going to agree with that. I'm going to say this comes with coaching from West. If you know somebody's struggling, put somebody else in. I I, I get that. I I want to see, you know, when you see um, Nunn or Kisper struggling, I have no problem with Goodwin and DeLon get more minutes. So I, I agree with that. But Kispert, yeah, he's he's just he's 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 cold, man. He's just he's been real cold, and you know he's a good three point shooter, and he he's a good cutter, and you see the IQ. But yeah, when this shot's not dropping, man, you can see that sometimes he can be a detriment. And I'm a big fan of Kispert, but you know when he, when the shot's not dropping, he can be a detriment to the offense a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I talked about it earlier. He's just been inconsistent now. That like I said, the shooting numbers will show that he's shooting forty percent from the three point line, which is really good, which is above average. But there's times where he's a liability on defense and, you know, he's not going to create a shot for himself. So it's kind of like, you know, you, you compare him to Doug McDermott and Joe Harris. Like if he's not out there, he's not hitting threes and it's sometimes it's hard to play him. So 
Um, but it's tough. Uh, I think he also says, I think Goodwin and DeLon should get most of the minutes. Yeah, DeLon earned some minutes tonight. Goodwin should have played. I don't think Goodwin played at all tonight, actually. He just got the two-year contract, so they did reward him. So he finally got a two-year contract. They, they, they finally got the buyout done with Will Barton. So that freed up a space for uh, Jordan Goodwin. So I do want to see Jordan Goodwin get, get some minutes, man. I think he deserves some minutes for sure. I thought they could have used him tonight. Um, and Monte wasn't awful, you know, but there's just sometimes, you know, DeLon gives you more on the defensive side of the ball and uh, and, and just more 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 deflections and steals. Yeah, Jordan Goodwin didn't play at all tonight. Yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. <laughs> I got one more comment, man, before we roll. Um, the Hawk TV said, as a Wizards fan, I've been hearing MVP chants for opposing players for 30-plus years. Man, that, that, that's the problem, man. And that's the part of the culture of Wizards that I want to change, man. That, that can't happen, man. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we got to stem that, man. You know, if you really want to project success for this franchise, you know, the fan base, man, we got to come out. We got to be vibrant. Now, I get, you know, the, the whole divide with the fans, with the direction. I get that. So, a lot of people aren't going to go to the games. But, you know, and that's another reason to kind of get this franchise on track, man, because we want to get more people to the games. And we want to create a vibrant fan base for this team, man. You know, so it, it, it's very, it, yeah, it's, it's disappointing to see, you know, look, commander's games, you know, very often than not when the Eagles and the Cowboys come in town, <laughs> we're outnumbered. So, you know, it's just not, it's not the, just the Wizards, but still, man, you hate to mm-hmm. see that on your own court. So, right. Um, I'll just quickly wrap up fiery. Uh, that was crazy. I think Dan actually got more minutes. That was the main problem. He had four fouls. So that's probably why he didn't play. Um, Gabriel Q says, and I, I thought he should have played more than what he did. Uh, yeah. Gabriel Q says, uh, the Knicks got a lot of offensive rebounds too. Yeah, that hurt. Um, Daryl Haley says, Kispers got to go. I don't agree with that. I mean, he, he's very, he, he is inconsistent, but I, I don't agree with that. Um, Chimp says, how many 20 point losses is that now? It's not a 20 point loss because we were up by 19. So I, I agree with you, Chimp. I get what you're saying, but it was almost a 20 point uh giveaway, as, as I would call it. But we were only, we were up by 19 instead of 20. Uh, Daryl Haiti also says uh, Bradley Bill played lack of days ago. I did. I do agree with that. I thought not. I wouldn't say lack of days. Like I said, I don't know if it was the knee or, or the soreness or whatever. But I, I thought he definitely. I, I I wanted to see some more. I wanted to see some more diving on the floor. Chris has dove on the floor too. I thought he could have been a little bit. Josh Hart quickly got to the ball where where I thought Bradley Bill could have got it. Uh, like I said, I'm not blaming him for the loss, but. Um, I thought that was that was a that was a game that was that was one of the parts where I thought that it swayed the game a little bit. Um, but yeah, that's all I got tonight. You know, we'll be back on Sunday. Brandon, you got anything else? No, nah, no, sir. No, uh, definitely appreciate everybody showing out, man. So uh, if you're good, I'm good. Yep, that's it. Um, just want to thank you guys for listening. Making Lockdown Wizards your first listen every day. We sure thank you guys for listening once again. Make sure you guys check out the Game to Game podcast. Make sure you guys subscribe. Almost at 3,000 subscribers. We'll see you guys on Sunday for the uh, Bulls game. Hell to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.